106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our lady of plastic acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive tractor in on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source. All right. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. Lines are open, by the way, and I am by myself. We had a couple of people that were scheduled today. One of them had a car show that came up that uh, uh, he decided to go to, which is fine. Not a problem there at all. And then uh, Jeff from JC's British, we were, he may still show. We'll see what happens here. So if he does, great. If not, we're still here. We'll still answer questions, whatever you got for us, 303-477-5600. And uh, next week, we will be doing uh, some detail-type questions and topics and so on. So I've got somebody actually that's going to come on. We'll talk about ceramic coatings. It's somebody that actually does that. Uh, in uh, his detail business, and so we'll have him on next week. He was going to try to join us today, but we'll have him next week instead. And uh, uh, sorry, I'm trying to text back and talk at the same time. I don't do that very well, everybody that's listening. I, I don't know why. My brain just shows, goes to show you cannot literally do two things you have to think about at the same time. Now, some of you that can type you know, without looking and doing whatever it is you do, fine, but I have to think to type. And I cannot talk and type at the same time unless I'm typing what I'm talking about. So I'm that guy. So I, occasionally if I'm typing something back to somebody, I have to take a second and, uh, and uh, think about what I'm actually going to type and send out. 303-477-5600 is our phone number. Also, you can call us or you can text us, I should say, 307-200-8222. 307 200-8222. Any questions that you've got? Somebody asked me if I would talk about scan tools, which, yes, I will do that today as well. And, uh, hey, we also, somebody earlier, this is from Fix It Radio, said, last year I used our leaf blower to clean the refrigerator coil after uh, parking the fridge out the back door. Hey, you know what? Great advice. So there's a lot of, a lot of uses for uh, leaf blowers and things like that around the house as well. Let's go to Gene, though, in Denver, who is up first today. Gene, welcome. How are you today, sir? I'm doing well, and you? Thank you. I'm good. Thanks for calling. Uh, yes, say, I have a uh, 2001 Buick Century that uh, just intermittently stalls, and uh, it may not stall for a month, and it may stall twice in one day. Okay. Uh, the weirdest problem I had with it, I've replaced the crank sensor and a bunch of other things. Uh, doesn't seem to do any good. So what I, the weirdest thing that, happens is when it does stall i'll pull off the road and all the lights are still on radio still on but the oil pressure light and the battery light is not on now they work and uh if it's running and i can take and short out the uh the sensor for the oil pressure and the Mm -hmm. light will come on so 
this is a really weird problem. I can't seem to figure out what the issues are. So I thought maybe you could help me. Well, and I would initially thought, you know, first first things first, I would think the crank sensor, that is a very common problem on on those vehicles. Although the other two things you're describing make me think you've got some sort of an electrical problem, either a a bad ground someplace or, and I'm guessing it's probably, I was going to say maybe a short, but I doubt it. I'm guessing, Gene, you've got a bad ground somewhere. That would be the first thing I would try to check. Okay. Which, by the way, would cause the problems that you're talking about because without a bad ground, those lights and the other things and even the, the running of the vehicle, it'll affect all of that. You any idea where the bed? Now I've redone the grounds that I can see in the car. I don't know where they're. Well, and I, I'm doing this from memory. That's a, you know that's an older vehicle, so I'm doing this yeah. from memory. But you'll have one that goes from the chassis to the block, from the right. battery to the chassis, and the battery to the block. Okay. Well, I'll check all those. And, we'll... and then, by the way, the ones for the computer, the ones that you really need to check there are going to be the ones that are going from the chassis back to the engine block. And the one from the battery itself to the, you know, typically the fender well, or it's going to the, you know, to the body of the vehicle. But if you've got a a bad ground anywhere in that system, you're going to have some issues. Well, I will check those. So really, three, I guess, what I'm trying to say that you need to check. Okay. Okay. Battery, battery of the chassis, chassis to the block, and what was the other one? So you've got battery to the chassis battery to the block, and block to the chassis. And that one is the one that a lot of folks will miss. Okay. and Because okay. usually they're hidden. They're typically down underneath the vehicle or on the very back end on that one. I think that one's on the back end of the firewall where you really have to do some digging to check to see where that one's at and if it's hooked up properly. Okay. Well, I will check that out very right away. That's where I'd start. Okay, well, we get a good start on that. Thank Gene, appreciate you so it very much. Have a great weekend. Thanks for calling in. Uh, Jerry and Greeley, you're next. We have one line open, 303-477-5600. Jerry, welcome. Hi, John. I'm calling on behalf of a relative in the Denver area who, she got a quote for a, a brake job on her 07 Acura RDX with 150K. Okay. Uh, there's nothing wrong with the braking at this point. No noises, no vibration. Okay. Um, so I'm assuming it's just pads. You know, it's front and rear discs. Yeah, that would have to do rotors. At at 150k, I would do rotors too. Okay. Well, I I guess maybe that would explain it then. Because they, they quoted her a thousand bucks, which I thought was high, but yeah, that's not actually not if not when you're doing rotors at the same time. It's not. Well, and I've heard you say in the past that um, when people think they've got warped rotors, they've really got a, a deposit of lining material Correct. built up. And, but uh, not, even, not even a lining material. What really happens, Jerry, is think about, you know, it happens today also, but in the old days where you'd get a clutch, and, you know, people would do all sorts of weird things. They'd slip it, and it would get hot, and it would build up hot spots, and the clutch would chatter, that's essentially what the brake rotors are doing on the brake pads. It's exactly the same principle. There's a hot spot that's been generated in the rotor itself. As the pad hits that hot spot, it wants to stick there, and that's where some of that quote-unquote brake vibration comes from. Well, and um, but, but since there's no, no vibrations, nothing wrong with the braking at this point, how do the rotors wear then... If the lining material, if you never get down to the backing plates, well, it, let me let me 
share that. So for everybody listening on late model cars, and this one would qualify as an 07 being late model, some of the cars that were you know older than that. What I mean by older than that is we really even have to get back even prior to to 2000. So literally, Jerry, everything on the road today, and it's the reason why we very seldom even see brake lays and such inside of shops. And if you do, they're all buried in a corner covered in dust because hardly anybody uses them anymore because the, the material on the rotors themselves have gotten so thin by design. They do that to, you know, rotating mass takes takes away from, you know, fuel economy, power, things like that. So they've, they've gotten the rotating mass down as, as far as they can. That includes shaving material off of the brake rotors themselves. So by the time we've run a brake rotor, front or rear, 150,000 miles, there's, even if you could resurface it, you're not going to have enough material left on that rotor itself to even resurface it. And, and I wouldn't anyways just because of what I said a moment ago. Well, and I guess... <clears throat> I guess I'm, maybe I'm missing something fundamental then, because if if the lining material is softer than the rotor, how does it's the not. rotor wear away? It's not. Okay. Every you know all of our late model you know semi-metallic pads and even a lot of the ceramic pads, which is what a lot of these late model vehicles use. That Acura will have ceramic pads most likely on it. The ceramic is actually harder surface than the rotor itself is, and you will have. I mean, you can look at any. And this is for anybody listening out there. You can literally do this when the vehicle, of course, is cold. You don't want to do it hot because these things will be hot enough to actually, you know, burn your fingers. But most of the vehicles today, Jerry, have an open wheel uh, concept, if you would. And you can take a flashlight and literally look down at the rotor. And when it's cold, rub your finger across it and you will feel the waves and even the the lip that's at the upper edge of the rotor, which tells you the pad is wearing metal away. Okay. So it's not like the old days. Um, you know, even in the old days, we would wear a, you know, once semi-metallics came around, I should say, even in the old days, a semi-metallic pad would still wear the rotor down. And then as our pads have gotten harder and harder because we're trying to dissipate heat and do other things with them, and our braking is much better today than it was even 10, 15 years ago, that's why. Okay. Okay. Well, great. Well, thank you for explaining all that, John. No, you're very welcome, Jerry. I appreciate it. And for a lot of you listening, you've seen race cars run around a racetrack where literally it'll show a picture at night, a lot of the Formula One cars and so on, where the brake rotors themselves are literally glowing. I mean, they're so red hot, they're glowing. That's because of a lot of the things I just said. Now, you're not going to get that out of your normal daily driver, but the concept is still the same. You are heating up that rotor. The pads are harder as a surface material uh, than the rotor itself is in most cases. I know there's some exceptions to that. And for all of you listening that have, you know, some high-end vehicles with organic pads and so on, I get it. There are exceptions to that. But for the most part, the rotors it's themselves will be worn down by the brake pads. Line open. We'll come right back. 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Home values are rising 8, 10, and 13% in some areas. Trying to buy it but keep missing? Take AIM to show you how to make sure you're at the top of the list. Don't think you have the money to cover appraisal gaps? Let us show you options. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001. We know how to help. Rates will continue to stay low. Values will continue to increase. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Many have refinanced out of their 30-year mortgage and now have rates in the twos. Lower payment, shorter term, and they're saving thousands. Are you paying more than 3% on your debt? Convert those to a lower rate and keep more of your money. 
720-895-0500. Self-employed and been told you don't qualify? Nonsense. There are many options. Talk to us and see why we've been helping those self-employed for years. Our customer service is unmatched in Colorado. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where it's all about you. NMLS 298191. Hi, this is Scott Watley for my friends at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. And not just my friends, but truly, the staff at Lone Tree feels like part of our family. Since 2002, they have provided the very best care for our pets. What we love about Lone Tree Vet is the services they provide covers all of our needs. From preventative care, dentistry, pain management, cardiology, dermatology, and eye care, as well as emergency and critical care. They also offer veterinary surgery and orthopedic care. And when you need to get away, they have a fantastic boarding lodge and a cat boarding lodge that is amazing. If your pet gets to go along, they can even assist you with your travel health certificates. And when your dog needs a little extra instruction, check out the K9 Academy. They helped us so much when we got a new puppy last year. And then, of course, there is a spectacular grooming salon that you and your pet will love. All of this and more at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Oh, and check out the blogs to help you become a better parent at LoneTreeVet.com. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe that all pets deserve to have a good life. Call 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. It's just one stop and all the care you need. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E. P-R, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. Your retirement plan is there for a purpose, to help you live the life you want. Chartered financial consultant and founder of Golden Eagle Financial, Al Smith, has 30 years' experience listening to his clients describe what they want their retirements to look like. He has learned that there are a lot more important things in retirement in addition to money, like living closer to your grandkids or moving to a lower elevation so you don't need to be on oxygen for the rest of your life. Al will ask you what your money is for before he tells you where to put it. Only then will he be able to help you strategize, reinvesting a portion of your nest egg into alternative tax-free accounts to create guaranteed income in retirement. Your financial strategy in retirement will be guided by what's most important to you. So Al Smith listens more than he talks. Schedule a free no-obligation consultation with Al Smith now at klzradio.com money. Planning with purpose. Advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, an SEC-registered investment advisor. All right, Rush. Oh, sorry, Drive Radio. Boy, I almost made a mistake there, Charlie. Drive Radio, KLZ 560-303-477-5600 is our phone number. 
text line, which you can text us, 307 282 And I didn't mention this coming in, and I should have. Question of the day is, what's your favorite car hack, driving hack, car hack, whatever you want to call it? So what is your favorite car hack? Mickey is up next. Mickey, welcome. What's going on, sir? Another day in paradise. Yes, it is. I was wondering, was your that you've had gear wrench for? What did you think of it? Uh, you broke up for just one second, Mickey. I think you asked me what what do I think of gear wrench? Is that what you asked? Yep, love them. Okay, just uh, they asked. Me. I love them. They're, they're, it's a great product, and when they first came out, I was a little. You know, skeptical of, you know, how well are these things going to work? But I think you'll even find most auto technicians now will tell you that they are top-notch. Yeah, I'm pretty pleased with mine. Yeah, they they for all of you listening, by the way, I should probably do a better job of explaining that. So uh, GearWrench is an actual brand, and they were the inventor, I, I believe, Mickey, if I'm not mistaken, they were the inventor of the ratcheting box end end of an open-end box end combo wrench. So... Literally, guys, what, what Gear Wrench came up with was the ability to put a a uh, end wrench, if you would, a box end wrench onto a nut or bolt or whatever and have it ratchet just like you would if you had a regular ratchet on it. And where it really comes in handy, and Mickey, you know, this is where you're really limited on space and you can't use a regular you know, socket, extension, ratchet, what have you. These things just work fabulous. I agree totally. I cannot, and I think I'm explaining that uh, well enough for people to understand. And in the early days, Mickey, they actually had the ability to change the direction on the actual wrench itself. Now I believe you just flip them over. Well, I've got a set of the old ones I got from Ace Hardware that have the uh, flipper on it. So you have a little flipper on yours. Okay, the new ones, I believe they've done away with the flipper, and you just flip the wrench over, I believe, now. Well, I'm... My old ones, yep. And they work great. And if I and correct me too, Mickey, if I'm wrong, are they not lifetime warranty? At least I, I thought they were. I believe. Well, I think they are. I think Ace still carries them, so they ought to warranty them. I, I think, folks. Again, if somebody can correct me and tell me I'm wrong, go ahead. But I believe they are a lifetime warranty product as well. Anyway, next question, if you don't mind. No, and by the way, that was a great comment. We don't talk tools near enough, Mickey. And for all of you listening, just to have a set of gear wrenches even around the house for just regular, everyday, normal things, Mickey, even non-automotive, they're they're fabulous. And they make them in American and in uh, metric both. Actually, I found a set of weird sockets. I'm not sure who made them or what made them, but it uses a 19-millimeter drive end and different sizes on the other end for a like a bolt through, feed through bolt. Oh yeah, yeah. So I added that. I just uh, strapped that to the metric set of gear wrenches. Nice. And so because I didn't get a handle with it, and so I bring that both along, and that's got me out of trouble in some strange spots. Nice, nice. Okay, perfect. I'll I'll check those out as well. Good stuff. Uh, I don't know. I'll I'll try to find out where they came from. But. Okay. Anyway, whatever happened on your Corvette and the... I haven't been back to the emissions place yet. I was talking about that yesterday. I've got till the end of the month to get something done. My plates are good until the end of the month, so I will have to get in there this next week. I've had so much going on. I had company in town for a little over a week. 
my brother's family came to town, and we, of course we had everybody over for Fourth of July and all that. So I've, it's been a little busy, Mickey. Let's just say that. Don't you still have a month grace period, or are you no? I'm. That will be the end of my month. My, the end of my grace period is the end of July. Ah, okay. So I've got to get in there by the end of the month. For a future cast, how about Air Care Colorado horror stories? As a question of the day, I'll write this down because I know I with at least three or four of them on on your show. Yep, I'll do that. Um, I will. Uh, I just wrote that down, and I'll add that to the list. Be happy to. Okay, great. All right. Mickey, as always, I appreciate it. You're a good caller. Always enjoy talking to you. Uh, Jeff in Western Montana is up next. Jeff, welcome, sir. Hey, good morning, John. Uh, Real quick, the lady who uh, called in in the previous hour. Oh, yeah, on on Fix It. Right, about earwigs. Yes. Uh, For all things insect, for years I've used a product called Tempo. Tempo. It's a pyrethroid. Okay. Yeah, you, you find it at like ranch supply, farm okay. supply places. Um, it, you mix it yourself, it's like 16 milliliters to a gallon. So okay. it costs about 50 bucks for a bottle, but the bottle lasts for years and years and years. And uh, I got it from my daughter down in Texas who got it from a rancher, uh, the tip on using it. And pyrethroids are basically the... Pyrethrins come out of the, the chrysanthemums. You know, it's uh-huh. the natural uh-huh. herbicide of, of a chrysanthemum. And a pyrethroid is a little kind of a hopped-up version of a pyrethrin. So, but in terms of, you know, so it, it's, it's a natural product in terms of where it comes from. It's not toxic to humans. Hmm. It's actually not toxic to anything with a liver. Oh. Uh, and so, but it works well on all, everything that's an insect. And you can spray it indoors and outdoors. I do both. I also and, just uh, I looked it up. You can buy it on Amazon as well. So for those of you listening that don't have a ranch supply or something nearby, uh, uh, you can get it on Amazon as well. Yeah, but I mean, I've I've probably used it for 15 years now. Wow. Okay. And and so would you just put that in like a a pump up sprayer and just kind of spray around the house, or how do you do that, Jeff? That's exactly what I do. Is I put in a gallon of water. I add 16 milliliters. Of this stuff, and then uh, just spray away until it's gone. I spray it on hornets' nests, all sorts of different things. Get rid of spiders and uh, and critters and, and corners of garden sheds and shops and stuff. And Interesting. It, uh, and it'll last for. I mean, I've got to respray our basement this year, but I sprayed it last last year, and uh, and it lasted the whole time. We just had the outside of the house painted. They power washed it, so I think. That's caused some some issues with bugs being able to come in now. But yep. I'll go ahead and spray the outside and inside right now, and uh, and it works great. It's like it's pretty pricey for the bottle, but like I said, it lasts you forever. And now, if you look at how long it goes, and you look at how much uh, you know the 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 Terminexes and Orkins and so on charge, uh, it's actually a deal. It's a huge deal, and uh, no, oh, you just gave me some great ideas. I. I uh, uh, I'm I'm going to get some, and I'll I'll even for all of you listening do a little bit of follow up. I believe what you're saying, though, Jeff. So I will get it and do it myself. Well, I appreciate it, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you for the tip, Jeff. I appreciate that very very much. Let's take one more call before the bottom of the hour. Mike in Bailey. Mike, welcome. How are you, sir? Hey, John. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for calling. Listen. 
Susan, I have a question more out of curiosity than concern. Okay. I have a 2016 F-250, 6.2 liter gas with a six-speed automatic transmission. Okay. Every day, first thing in the morning, when I back the truck out of the garage, everything's fine. Uh, Then I'll put the transmission into drive, and there's always a two-second delay before anything engages. It only does it once a day. And that's first thing in the morning. Uh, any clue what's going on? Uh, mileage on it. 75,000, and I've had it flushed once about 20,000 miles ago. Okay, so you had it done at 50, so that's about what I would have done as well. Did I assume did make any changes then? No, no, no. And it's been like this since I've got the truck, and I've had it for four years. Like I said, it, it doesn't seem to be an issue but uh, it's just that hesitation out there. Why is it doing that? Is it the type of fluid? Is it that Mercon LV maybe not functioning when it's It's most cold? likely that and where the pump and pickup is positioned and the fact that it's got to get all of that going. Um, qu- question, I assume it's parked on a flat surface. Yes. Okay. I was just going to say if not, then that would be one of the first things that I would look at. But, yeah, no, I, I'm guessing it's just... Uh, I'm not guessing. I, it, it is. It's a matter of getting the fluid picked up, getting the transmission circulated, and when it's in park, none of that is happening. So nothing is going to happen until you actually go to put it in reverse or drive. Right, and it never does it in reverse. It just just does drive reversed into drive, and it's precisely two seconds, and then everything's fine for the rest of the day. And once it's warmed up, it's probably fine throughout the oh, rest yeah. of the day. Period. Oh yeah, no problem. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, to me, it's just a matter of that picking up and getting all the fluid circulating first before anything else happens. And I'm guessing, and if, even from what I'm reading a little bit here, uh, Mike, that's inherent for that transmission. Uh, I figured it was just a characteristic. Yep, it's just a yeah. characteristic of that transmission. I don't see any issues. I, I, there's nothing there worth looking at. Okay. Okay. That answers my question. All right, Mike, I appreciate it very much. Hang tight, guys. Don and Littleton, Sheldon, you guys have questions. We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Thanks for restoring my faith in humanity. No more hopping from one mechanic to another trying to find a solution for your vehicle's persistent issue. Extreme Auto Repair has a reputation for fixing problems quickly. You bring your Nissan to the dealer because of a rattling noise. They charge you $4,000. You still hear the noise. You bring the same vehicle to Extreme Auto Repair in Parker, where Sean and his team quickly discover a broken bolt in the subframe, a known Nissan failure they have seen many times before. Real stories like this one earn Extreme Auto Repair customers for life. As one woman exclaims in a recent five-star review, thanks for restoring my faith in humanity. The factory-trained technicians at Extreme Auto Repair stay up-to-date with the manufacturer data for your vehicle's specific make and model for quick, experienced problem-solving. 
klzradio.com slash extreme. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. Call for an AC estimate? Get only an AC estimate. Anytime an HVAC technician tries to upsell you during your estimate, that's not a technician. That's a salesperson. You watch. Later on, a completely different person will come over to install your unit. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air will not send a salesperson to your house. Your first appointment will be with the technician who installs the unit. Their goal is to give you the service you called for, not convince you to spend more money. The entire team at Absolute Electrical Heating and Air meets for training every Tuesday, and they hear the same message each week. Their job is to make the customer's home more comfortable. You called because you wanted cooler, cleaner air in your house. So that's what you'll get. Your Absolute Electrical Heating and Air technician will give you three pricing options for the only service you requested. Air conditioning. Call 720-526-0231 now and get what you called for. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm, but you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Lenigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. All right, Drive Radio KLZ 560. Had a text message, too, that came in. So, Gene, if you're still listening with the... Uh, older Buick Century, and I had forgotten this, so thanks for the text message. Those cars also had an ignition switch recall. Now, I would think by now that would be taken care of and probably why I really didn't think much about it. But needless to say, if that has not been performed uh, on that car, there were recalls on those uh, for various reasons, some of what we were even talking about with Gene earlier. So I would also make sure that that is in uh, that that has been taken care of, I should say, that there's no open recalls on that ignition switch as well. Sheldon and Aurora, you're next. Hey, uh, what what I have is a, it was a discussion I had with a friend, and we've both been in the field for over 40 years. I'm retired, and so is he. Okay. But he, he came up with, uh, during our discussion, that today's cars burn so clean that in his mind, the guy that would sit in the garage, start the car up, and try to commit suicide would not complete the job because of how clean the cars burn. It'd be tough. I, th- I think he and I would be 
in in agreement. Now, I would never, of course, advocate that. I would never tell anybody to do so. Do so. You still got to be careful around, you know, carbon monoxide coming out of any vehicle and so on. But but I do believe, sure. Sheldon, that in t- especially with you know, unless it's a really really tightly enclosed garage where there's just no air movement. In other words, he's got, you know, somebody's got the, you know, outside garage door so sealed up that there's no draft coming in. Most garages, though, have got enough air leaks, quote unquote, coming around them that I agree with him. It would be really difficult to complete the job. Well, you, uh, <laughs> I disagree, disagreed with him because I, you know, they're still burning fuel, but, but I do. Oh, they, the, the, and and what, what he's getting with it in, and he's right, is, you know, with all of the, you know, emissions devices on the exhaust and how how clean we're burning the entire combustion, there just isn't as much coming out the tailpipe as there once was. And, you know, case in point, Sheldon, and, and this is for everybody listening, most of us have garages where there's a door going into the house, typically the kitchen coming, you know, right off of the garage. And I will tell you, Sheldon, that, you know, unless I've parked one of my old cars out in the garage and I fire it up, you never smell an exhaust smell in the house or the kitchen any longer. But back in the day, it was not uncommon to have somebody fire up, leave the garage. You'd open the, the garage door right after they're leaving, and you could smell what was going on. Those days are gone. Uh-huh. Okay. All righty, sir. Thank you. No, you're very welcome, Sheldon. Again, yes, I would never tell anybody to do what Sheldon just said could happen because, you know, just don't don't try that it's just not worth doing but i do believe his friend is fairly accurate in what he's saying when it comes to the emissions on vehicles and so on and just how clean they are don and littleton you're next sir hey good morning john nice to talk with nice you. nice talking to you too sir hey i had something interesting happen last week i thought you might enjoy hearing sure i, I drove my uh honda hrv about 10 miles parked it went in took care of some business, came back out, and when I turned the key to start it, the warning lights on the dash all flashed real fast, and I could hear solenoids and relays clicking. Oh, boy. That seemed odd to me because the battery just, I had been checking it every week. I put a voltmeter on it on Sunday just to check them, and it was up in the 12.4, 12.5 range. So I thought the battery was okay. Well, there I am, stuck. I tried it again, same thing. If it didn't work twice, well, I figured I'd better try it a third time. Sure enough, the lights just flashed, and, uh, and the relays now were clicking real slow. Hmm. I thought, well, okay, I'm in a jam. I had a jump box in the trunk. In fact, it was on your show years ago when you, we were right. talking about right. jump boxes. I thought, well, I bought one then, and I've never used it. I've charged it up every few months, but I've never used it. Okay. I put that on the battery, got back in, fired right up was able to drive it home, and then I put a voltmeter on the battery, and I was only getting 10 volts out of it. Ah, okay. So I'm, I'm a real fan of, the, I tell you what, John, I'm a real fan of, po- of those. Uh, oh, they work. They, for, for, a, for the majority of vehicles, and what I mean by that is for the majority of vehicles, minus some of the bigger trucks with, you know, the big V8s or diesels or whatever, yeah, Don, they work absolutely fabulous and i've had similar situations happen to me not not often but it's just that one time where something were ha- were to happen and you've got that with you and man it's a lifesaver oh it really is and i'd have been stuck for sure i'd have been stuck high and dry without that and the amazing thing is is that that uh jump box that i have is i bought it from napa it's a blue fuel yep those bomb. are great by the way those are a great little product they're 
know, it's only the size of a pocketbook. And I thought, this, there's no way this thing can Oh, start. they do, though. Yeah. All right, so real quick, I saw a test the other day, and I've got to do some research on my own because I have not had time to do this, but I will. I saw a device recently, and i got to do some more figuring out of where it even comes from and so on, but I saw a device the other day, Don, that literally is a little jump pack box, but it energizes itself. It takes about five minutes to make the thing work. I've seen videos of it, but it literally takes, in your case, the 10 volts that's coming out of the battery it ups it inside of this device itself, therefore giving you enough to get the vehicle started. And I've actually seen tests where a battery was completely dead, would not turn the car over, and five to seven minutes later, it starts. I'll be darned. So it's really, it's, it's some sort of a, I guess, a capacitor or something inside of the device. It's taking a little bit of, of a, you know, DC voltage and upping it enough to where you can get the car started, Don. It's amazing. It's it amazing. really is. The technology we have today is just... It is amazing, totally amazing. Yeah, yeah, but to have that in your trunk, it doesn't weigh but a pound, I suppose, a couple of pounds. But, man, that's a lifesaver, and it's so simple and so inexpensive. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, just thought you'd like I, to know. No, I, Don, great. I appreciate the feedback. And, uh, no, those are great devices you just have in the trunk of your car or glove box of your car. Now they're small. You can put them in the console or the glove box at all times. Richard, hang tight. I know we've got a car review to do here in just one second. Before that, though, Michael and Cheyenne has a question on diesel fluid. Go ahead, Michael. Yes, sir. Good morning. Okay. Is that, what does it really do, uh, DEF fluid? What does it do? Uh, it, it, the, the, the DEF is a urea injection fluid, and it lowers the NOx coming out of a diesel engine. Okay, all right, all right. And they're now, injecting that downstream in the exhaust, and it literally is cleaning up those particulates, and, and, uh, and there's lots of discussion on, you know, is it good, is it not, and so on. Reality, Michael, is it is what it is, and that's essentially what it's doing and how it works. Okay. Uh, another question I got there, is there a difference on brand quality? Because there sure is a difference on prices. Not that I've seen. I, I don't think there's any difference on the brand quality. I've run them all. Uh, I'm like you. I try to buy you know, try to buy it as cheaply as you can because as much of it as we use, even as a fleet, we try to buy it as cheap as possible. Uh, the Blue Def is pretty common, and if you buy it in the right place at the right time, it's pretty inexpensive. Uh, you can buy it you know, in a 5-gallon pail or a 55-gallon drum, too, if need be. Oh, okay. All right. And the more you oh, buy at one time, like anything else, the cheaper it gets. Yes, yes. Okay. Well, you I mean, I'm, I, I'm still not 100% sold on it, Michael, but I do know this. If I own, and I do, as far as diesels go, I would not buy a non-deaf diesel, period, ever. I had some of those. They were junk. There's still some of those on the road today. Uh, luckily, they're getting to be less and less of them because DEF started around 2011 to 2012. So there's not too many of the non, you know, that in-between year from like 2008 to 2012, those diesel engine uh, emission systems on those, unless you could eliminate that, which is illegal, by the way, to do, but a lot of guys do. But if, if, you're, not, if you're not having a diesel engine with the DEF on them, they're junk. Okay. All right. 
So well, I just got diesel, and uh, yeah, I, I'm trying to learn about it. Yeah, and it's one of those things too, Michael, where I've just you know on all of my trucks, um, you know, of course at the shop we have a full, you know, we buy it by the the tote, and we buy it that way just because of how much we use. But when it comes to me at home, you know, I'll usually keep two or three of the Blue Def jugs kicking around, and I'll either refill those on my own or just buy new ones if I buy them at the right price. But what I try to do is buy those at the right price and then just have them sitting around so that, you know, I've always got good inventory on it that way. Okay, that sounds good. All right. All right, sir, thank you. Thank you very much, Michael. I appreciate the phone call. All right, Richard is next. Richard, what's going on? You drove some cars here recently. I did. Quick note on the desk. Don't make sure people don't buy too much because it does have a shelf life. It does have a shelf life. That's correct. Yeah, you don't want to buy, you know, a 55-gallon drum and then not use it. So, yes, it does have a shelf life to it. It crystallizes is what it does. Exactly, yeah. And so we And we had that happen just because you buy stuff at a good price and then you don't use it now if you can get it for a good enough price it doesn't matter but right just got to be careful on that but, no that's a great point exactly. all right so so uh richard what have you been driving lately so drove recently a, a really fun car and that's a 2021 volkswagen tiguan which is their compact sport crossover vehicle dad but it's actually one of the few in the marketplace that's kind of of that compact size quote unquote that offers a third row now that third row is not usable for anyone outside of kids, right? You know, okay. you know, children. You know, you're not putting adults back there. Maybe in a pinch you might, just so you know people have got seat belts. But outside of that, it's fun. Some people will talk about the turbocharged engine, how it's not sporty enough. But up here at our altitude, as you and I talk about all of the time, we need a turbo, and we really don't care how quote unquote sporty a turbo is, right? You know, the turbo up at our altitude just helps that much more. Correct. And so it's got a turbocharged engine, which which works really really well. They've got lots of different trim selections. You can definitely check that out at your Volkswagen dealer or, you know, check it out online, obviously, and go from there. Ours was modestly equipped, had heated seats, had all the safety features, which most of these cars and trucks are coming with standard now, no matter the trim level, which is a nice feature. Um, And so you had heated steering wheel, uh, adaptive, you know, braking, the, the adaptive cruise control, all that fun stuff. Their infotainment system's working better and better. I don't believe... This one had the wireless Apple CarPlay, although more and more cars are starting to I wish they all had that, that by the way. I know that's a licensing thing that they <laughs> have to do with Apple. But, man, I hate having to plug the stupid cord in. Well, I, I don't know if it's a licensing thing as much as it is they're starting to put more of them in the infotainment system, Dad. Okay. I think that there is it, – because it, um, on well, I, on my on Lauren's car, or my wife's car, she's got um, – on, on the new Yukons there, they've got wi- Apple wireless CarPlay. Got it. So they're becoming more and more common, but it's just a it's just a noted feature for us and, and all of the the, the niceties right. that, that comes with it. That well, and, way. Real, and real but quick, I, I know you're going to mention it, but the Tiguan, the plus side did is it's priced relatively you know inexpensively when you look at SUVs. Absolutely, you can get it for I believe in the mid 30s is kind of where it's fully for us. loaded. You can, you can they start at 25, so yeah, you can exactly. actually you know from 25 to 35 pick your you know pick pick the trim level you want and away you go, and that's not a bad price at all. Well, and and, and like you said, they, they've got some different trim levels on it, which is nice, and so you can go to you know the fancy SEL you know or SELR line black, which basically is a sporty edition. You can you can get 20 inch wheels. Uh, rain sensing wipers, remote start, you know, a digital d- display, the, the, the VW cockpit that Audi actually, which is which is Volkswagen, right. is, is doing more and more of. So yeah, a great value car. And that that we've said that not only on the Tiguan, the Jetta, uh, the Geo, all sorts of different Volkswagens. It's one of the things that separates them is the the value proposition that you get from them, right? Right. And it's a really nice thing. So yeah, sporty car, 
good fuel economy. And again, if you're looking for that compact car, but you want that potential for that third row, it's definitely a car I would look at. So if you've got, you know, maybe a little bit larger family, you've got maybe three kids rather than just two. So you've got, you know, family of five, whatever it might be. Definitely. I would consider it because it's a really good value for the money. All right. Where do they, where do they go drive it and find out about it? Well, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. They got to, if you want to, again, folks, especially with COVID coming off, and now you're not going to find lots of cars on the market right now or on the lots right now. However, you can go, you might be able to order one. So head to your local Volkswagen dealer, test drive what they do have available. Maybe they have last year's model and there has, there hasn't been a whole lot of changes from 2020 to 2021 dad. So that's a nice thing. You can still get in a 2020 model and not feel like you're missing out. But when you do head to your local dealer, let them know that John and Richard Rush from Drive Radio and Rush to Reason sent them. All right. I will let you go with that, Richard, and I appreciate you calling in and give us an update. Thanks, yeah. All right. Appreciate it very much. Craig and Wheat Ridge, hang tight. Gary and Peyton as well. We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes, and every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. As the inventor of windshield repair, Novus Autoglass saves you money by repairing chips and cracks whenever possible. With their patented glass repair technology, Novus can tackle tougher cracks than the competition. In some cases, they can repair cracks up to a foot long, but you have a much better chance at a repair by acting fast. Something as simple as going through a car wash could make your little chip or crack irreparable. For KLZ listeners only, Novus will send you a packet of protective windshield stickers for free. Little pieces of specially designed tape to cover any chips or cracks as soon as they appear like a bandage for your glass. Request your free windshield patches now at klzradio.com forward slash glass. No matter what sort of damage you're dealing with, there's never any risk with a Novus repair. Should your windshield repair fail, they will credit the cost toward a replacement. klzradio.com forward slash glass. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other. Every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. Just one example of how Paul Lewinberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. You need Paul Lewinberger with American National the No Surprises Insurance Agent. Call 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect. Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The performance oil service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. 
BGMobile.com. BG. Save thousands of dollars by extending the life of your roof instead of replacing it with RoofMax. The cost of asphalt roofing products has already gone up 20% and will likely go up another 20 to 25% this summer. To make matters worse, it's getting harder to find quality contractors, which means the cost of labor has gone up recently. As roof replacements become more and more expensive, roofing companies will start passing along that cost to their customers. Roof rejuvenation with RoofMax could save you up to 85% by adding years of performance to your asphalt roofing. Just one application of their all-natural bio-oil immediately adds five years to your roof, guaranteed. With up to three applications every five years, RoofMax could help your roof last up to 15 years longer. Call Dave Hart with RoofMax in South Aurora now at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. And by the way, uh, for those of you that have been trying to call in and it's busy, uh, lines have been pretty full today. So as soon as somebody drops off, call us. We'll get you right on air. You can text us a question as well, 307-200-8222 if lines are full. But keep trying. We'll get you in as soon as somebody uh, drops off. Gary and Peyton is next. How are you, Gary? Oh, pretty good. How are you? Good, sir. Yeah, my question is I have an O2 Monte Carlo Super Sport 3.8. Okay. And I just recently went to Oklahoma in it and uh, got down about halfway. And then on grades, on grades, on light throttle, it would start chugging a little bit. And if you romped on it, it would, it would just run good. And then at the same time, or more or less when I first noticed it, the oil pressure gauge quit working. Hmm. And that was the intermittent. I mean, one time you start it, it might work, and and next time um, it would work. And uh, so I was wondering, I'm kind of at 8,000 feet here, 7,000 some, mm-hmm. and went down to about 1,000 feet, you know, get way down. I was wondering, could it be an altitude no. deal? No, not on those cars. Even in those years, they were able to adjust for the altitude without any issues. Uh, how many miles are on it, and what kind of maintenance have you done, Gary? Well, good maintenance. Uh, it's got like two hundred seventy thousand on it, but I got a reman in it. Okay. And it's got like, um, oh, it may have ten thousand on it. Okay. And has it been doing well? You wouldn't know because you haven't done this elevation change until now. I'm guessing. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's been running good here. And when I get back home, it runs good. You know, and I, I want to say it's not an elevation change, although, you know, stranger things have happened. And it could be that you've got a sensor that's just a little bit out of whack to where when it goes down to that lower elevation and things change, you, you're getting, you know, you, you'd really have to have somebody at that elevation look at it, put a scan tool on it, see what's going on at that elevation. On the same token, if it works fine up here, I don't know that I'd worry about it right now. Okay. Yeah, all of the sensors been replaced except the knock sensors. Yeah, and that's probably not good. That that won't cause what you're talking uh-huh. about, so that's not an issue. Yeah. So. Okay, that was my question. Okay, nope, you're on the right track, Gary. I appreciate the phone call very much. Craig in Wheat Ridge is next. Craig, what's going on today? Hey, John, I, I missed your story about your Corvette. What's uh, going on? With I, I haven't been back yet. I Somebody called and said, had I, and I said, no, I've got till the end of the month, and I had enough family in town and things going on over the 4th that I just didn't get a chance to get over there. It's sitting in the garage ready to go. I just haven't driven it over there. 
Now, why are you having to do an emissions test on a new vehicle? Say that again. Why are you having to do an emissions test on? Well, a new I, it's vehicle? a 2012, so I'm outside of my you know grace window. Oh, I thought you were talking about your new. No, this one. is my older one. This is my 2012. Oh, I was going to say because their emissions exempt. Yep, yep. No, I, I don't have to do anything on my C8 yet. I think I've got seven years, but no, my old 2012 is it's due. Okay, um, it's ironic that you guys are talking about emissions because I had another wonderful experience yesterday. Oh boy, with my wife's car. Let's hear it. And I'll try to be try to be brief, but you know, you drive in and you're never quite sure what the procedure is because I don't right. think I've ever had the same procedure done uh, with twice. COVID and everything. It keeps changing as well. So they had me stay in my vehicle, and they scanned the barcode. On, they had they opened the right the driver door, scanned the barcode on the inside of the door jam, plugged the OBD computer. Well, I guess I should back up a little bit. When I pulled in, of course, your engine's running. As I sit there with the engine running, I ask the technician if I should shut the engine off or leave it running. She says, shut it off. Then she proceeded to scan the barcode, plug the OBD uh, cable into the car's computer, Sat there for a couple minutes. She pulled the cable out, told me to pull forward. I had my check ready. The guy pulls the sheet off the computer at the other end of the garage mm-hmm. and says, uh, we've got a problem. We couldn't establish connection with your vehicle. Oh, geez. Um, you probably have a fuse. Are all of your uh, gauges and everything working on the car? Um, you're going to have to have your car looked at. And I'm like, there's nothing wrong with my car. That sounds, that's the very, by the way, very... F- very similar story to what happened on my Corvette. Very similar story. So I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, so he goes and gets the manager, and she says, well, let's pull you into another uh, bay, and we'll, we'll run another diagnostic test. So as I'm driving around the facility getting back in line, I'm thinking, I don't think the computer's going to establish a connection with the car unless the car is running. It's not going to get any readings. Yeah, key would because, have to be on for sure. Well, yeah, but see, with the you know with the the keyless cars, you know, with the fob that you just right. have in your possession, right, whether it's in the cup holder or right. in your pocket, um, there isn't going to be a connection unless the engine is started, as far as I know. So I suggested this to the manager, and I said, you know, I I believe the only way you're going to get a reading off the car is if the engine's running. She said the engine wasn't running when you tested the first time. I said no. She told me to shut off the engine. So again, it's train it's a training issue. Obviously, uh, obviously. And so I did get a reading. I passed. I went on my way. But I'm, I'm going, okay, every time it's something different with these people. Uh, by the way, that's a very similar story to what I had, other than when mine was all said and done, I had a plug wire off the engine, which I don't know how that happened. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I Again, I, I don't either. Um uh, Craig, I'll, I got to run. Uh, John and Cheyenne, hang tight. We're up against the, the top of the hour here. I know you got two questions. I'll get both of those in. We have two lines open. Call me now, guys. We'll get you right on air at the top of the hour, 303-477-5600. Don't forget you can text us as well, 307-200-8222. And, Craig, I'm going to do my best to get over to the uh, Air Care Colorado this week and see how things go. So I'll have a report for you guys next week on that as well to let you know how that goes. So, John, hang tight. We'll come right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. 
That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.